you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. This is Voss here from the com. The com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. We certainly appreciate it. All of you that join us every day for the multiple books of, uh, and authors that we have on the show, the brilliant minds, the CEOs, the billionaires that have been on the show, the astronauts, the governors, the, all, all those wonderful, smart people on the show. And as we all know, I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm just the host of the show, and I just uh, direct traffic. I think that's my job. It's it's on my business card. The director of traffic, and sometimes he's a little funny. Anyway, guys, uh, we have an amazing, prolific author on the show. She's coming out with her newest book, uh, May 9th, 2023. Karen White is on the show with us, and she's written 30-plus books. We'll get an exact number out of, here, out of her in a second. Uh, she's the author of the newest book coming out, The House on Britannia and it's part of her series of a royal uh, street novels and uh, we'll talk to us from uh, the other uh, books and stories and things that she tells in her novelistic way it's novelistic a word i don't know I don't but know. i just made it up it works for me i'm t- I, I call that poetic license mm-hmm. english teachers call me stupid but that's right. another matter yeah. uh Anyway, we'll be talking to her in a second. Uh, but in the meantime, as always, with the plugs, go to youtube.com for chess Chris Foss. Uh, go to goodreads.com for chess Chris Foss and LinkedIn, YouTube, all those crazy places that you find the Chris Foss show. And you can learn so much more and stock what we're doing and refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Remember, the Chris Foss show isn't an MLM, but you do need to have five people in your downline of your relatives uh, and neighbors that you may refer to the show. I'm just kidding. You don't have to do that. But Please, I beg of you. Anyway, Karen White is the New York Times and USA Today best-selling author, uh, author of 34 books. Is that still right, Karen? Uh, 34, 35, so somewhere 35. around there, yeah. Yeah, there you go. And it includes the Trad Street series, The Last Night in London, Dreams of Falling, The Night the Lights Went Out. Was that in Georgia? Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. there you go. That was uh, a Jeffrey question, yes. There we go. Uh, I win, Alex. Uh, uh, Questions about Georgia for 100. Flight Patterns was another book. Uh, The Sound of Glass and A Long Time Gone, uh, which is probably my brain. Uh, That's about my brain. Uh, She is the co-author of The Lost Summers of Newport, All the Ways We Said Goodbye, The Glass Ocean, and The Forgotten Room with New York Times bestselling authors Beatrice uh, Williams and Lauren Willig. Uh, and she grew up in London and now is her husband near Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. That, uh, I, I, there you go. The, uh, the night the lights went out. Welcome to the show, Karen. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. It's fun to have you. Congratulations on the new book. Uh, give us a .com or wherever you want people to find you on the interwebs. Uh, Karen-white.com. There you go. Just put that dash in there. Used to the Karen White when I first got that was a uh, <clears throat> porn star. So, um, but she's apparently she's not active anymore. But but that's why I have a little dash between my first and last name. 
There you go. I'm still trying to, there's still a hitman looking for uh, the other person who uh, stole my namesake. Um, under Chris Voss, uh, uh-huh. I think we all know who it is. Um, but anyway, uh, so congratulations on the new book. Uh, what motivated you want to write this addition to the Royal Street series that you worked on? Well, a contract, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that also dictates deadlines. Um, no, I mean, um, I had uh, sort of on a whim, I had started writing my, my original series, the one set in Charleston, the Trad Street series, and it was very popular. People really loved it. But I realized after seven books that we were coming to to the end. You know, I tortured the characters enough, and um, uh, yeah. And I, but I, but I wasn't totally ready to leave that world. And I know my readers were just they they wanted it to go on and on and on. So I did the next best thing, and I did a spinoff series um, where I took uh, one of the characters from that first series, a secondary character, and I made her the star of the show in um, the New Orleans series. And I knew I wanted it to be set in New Orleans. I went to Tulane. I'm familiar with New Orleans. I love the city. Um, And I thought it was a great place for the protagonist, Nola Trenum, to sort of start her life anew. Um, and so that's how we came up with the shop on Royal street, which was the first book in the series. And then the house in Britannia is number two. And I tell people that you don't have to have read the first book in the series to know what's going on. And you definitely don't have to read the first series. I mean, it's more fun if you have time. I mean, come on, the book doesn't come out till May 9th. You have plenty of time. Um, but because um, I do give you enough information, um, if you happen to pick up the book on its own, uh, you will not be lost. And then you can always go back and, and fill in any details you think you might have missed. There you go. So uh, let's uh, tease out a little bit. One of the things with novels is we can't give away the middle and the ending, of course, uh, which is different than like, you know, political or historical books. But uh, tease us out a little bit, uh, a bit, maybe some adventures or different uh, issues she ends up confronting that she's got to a resolve. Sure. So, um, some people, okay. So they're, they're no, the main character. Um, she has a graduate degree in historic preservation. So of course to start her new life in New Orleans, what does she do? She buys an old fixer upper Creole cottage in the Marigny neighborhood of New Orleans. And it mm-hmm. is pretty much a dump. <laughs> she can't live in it yet. Cause it's, it's a dump. Um, uh, no running water, etc. Um, so she actually lives in an apartment um, uptown, which happens to be the apartment I actually lived in when I lived in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, during college on Broadway. Um, so Nola, she's 26 years old. She has had a little bit of a a journey getting to where she is. She's, she's overcome quite a bit, um, including about with alcoholism. Um, mm-hmm. And she's got that. She's gotten help. She's, <laughs> you know, she's clean. She's doing great. Um, the only thing she's not prepared for is the, um, the past residents of her house who, um, are no longer living, um, but have not moved out of her house. And one is quite angry, does not want her there because he's hiding a secret to an eight, you know, decades old murder. And he doesn't want her getting close to her finding out because it will have repercussions on his family who still lives in New Orleans. Wow. So um, she's not prepared for that at all because uh, she cannot communicate with dead people like her stepmother can. But she knows someone <laughs> in New Orleans who can, Bo Ryan, who they sort of have a love-hate relationship. So, of course, she needs his help, even though she is very reluctant to ask for it. There you go. She could have called Ghostbusters, though. No, she could have. She could have. But yeah. 
So is there a little bit of a psychic activity and we've got ghosts and, and murder? There is. So um, Bo Ryan can, uh, can communicate with ghosts, but you know, I, I, I'm always careful when I talk about these books because even though there is that paranormal element, these are not paranormal books. This is still very much a woman's journey. She, Nola, the main character, has so much baggage and she's trying so hard to overcome everything and to move forward. And it's fun to see her struggle. I mean, nobody wants to read a book about a perfect person who always makes the right choices. And I think that's why people root for Nola because, you know, she's got a great heart. She's a great person, but she's like the rest of us, you know, she's got her weaknesses and to see her fight and fight to do the right thing and to fight for her friends and um, to see her relationships uh, grow um, is really, and, and, and for her to get stronger mentally and physically um, is really what this book and the series will be about. Hmm. There you go. Empowerment. I mean, certainly if you live with the uh, ghosts in your house, last time I checked, they don't respond to, you know, eviction notices very well. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're always causing problems and stuff, but uh, you know, I mean, I, if you can get them to pay rent, then you're really in business. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. With your dog, if you could only get your dog to pay rent, you know. Dude, if I could get my dogs, I, I say that to my two dogs all the time. They're Siberians, and so they just look at me. Oh, you know, they're stupidly. so gorgeous. They are. They are. And I, I, but I, I'm like, come on, you guys, you guys have been laying around the house all this time. You just sleep, eat, and drink. And, yeah. Can you get jobs? You know, and they're like, we got no possible oh, jobs. Yeah. And I'm like, and then they sigh heavily, like they're the ones going out and earning a living. It's like, what's yeah. so hard about your life? It's a rough job. It's a rough job. So, uh, so she goes through this journey. She's dealing with all this and the thing. You know, a lot of your, a lot of your titles of your books deal with rooms, houses, the attics, and things like that. Uh, what, what do you feel the fascination is to 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 draw from those uh, sort of subject lines? You know, it's interesting. Um, I've, since I was a little girl, um, my mom, I, I've been obsessed with old houses. Mm. Um, and I, I never lived in one until um, um, we moved to London when I was 12. And, um, but, you know, I remember, you know, my mom like taking me to a dentist appointment and me saying, oh, can you just stop on the curb here? I'm going to look at this house just because it was old and it had interesting architectural elements. And, I don't know what that fascination was. I, I got a clue when I when I we moved into our flat in London. It had built been built, the building had been built in 1904. And so it had, you know, right in the middle of London in the West End. And um, you know, it had seen so much history, including the the London Blitz. And I remember when we moved in, um, you know, our uh the, the porter telling us that the reason why uh, uh, some of the windows in, in the um, building were not leaded glass and some were was because during the blitz, some had been shattered and they'd been replaced with plain glass. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I understood my fascination with old buildings. Um, and and um, that was because that was a piece of history I could hold in my hands. And I've always loved history. I've always loved historical novels. I've always loved true history. My father was a huge history buff and would take us to, um, you know, when we traveled the world, you know, we would go to the castles and the old houses and the, the, the parts of our 
collective history that happened in old houses. You know, I had my wedding photos taken at Washington's, the Thompson Neely House in Washington Crossing, mm -hmm. uh, uh, New Jersey, uh, Pennsylvania, uh, which is where Washington planned the, the um, attack on Trenton on Christmas Eve. And um, I, it's just, there's, I love history. I love the way history is still present, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and old houses are certainly a way of almost like time traveling. Um, and I think that's where my obsession comes with and old houses have these nooks and crannies and these hidden rooms and these staircases and it, it's all great, you know? And, and so of course, as an author, I love to um, sort of hone in on that fascination and explore it a little bit more. They're almost a character uh, into themselves, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All, all of, yeah, all of my books, um, not just these series, but my single titles always have an, always an old house, once an old movie theater, but that all represented a community or family or lives that had been lived. Um, so definitely, you know, uh, the history element is, is alive and well in my books. There you go. I, I love that because, you know, old homes that I've been into, you know, there's there's people that have passed through. You know, when you yes. move into a new home, you're like, hey, it's a, we're, they're the first people here. But mm -hmm. there's, you, you're like, well, people ate here. People raised their children here. They had their lives, their dreams, yeah. their passions. Yeah. Um, they they lived, died, passed through. Um, and then, you know, an, an old home has lots of creaks and noises and as kind of a personality, if you will, that... Uh, you know, I, you know, I remember, I remember going into my grandfather's old, I mean, it was an old home to me. It, you know, it was, right. didn't seem to him, but uh -huh. man, I never did like going to that basement. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, Freaks and noises. oh yeah. And it has that damp <laughs> kind of smell and there's oh, not yeah. really windows and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there were no walkout basements back in the day, and there yeah. were scary places to this day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, you just always felt like someone was coming up, or you would look down, yeah. and he had these long stairs that would go into the basement. Yep. You know, Is that much, where they kept the freezer? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, usually yeah. it was usually there was usually a hole dug out too, where uh, you know, puts lotion on its skin or whatever. No, my yeah. grandparents. Oh, were, wow. oh wow, that's joking. gross. That's yeah. a whole different house. Uh, <laughs> that Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs reference that always pays <laughs> off well. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I mean, there's just a character to it. I mean, even, even like the beauty of like, you know, those giant banisters and the, the giant stairs that they would have and, mm -hmm. and things like that. And, uh, and there's a feel to them. And, and so I think that's cool. It's, it's a character in your books and, and, uh, probably some personality that adds that flavor texture, especially with new Orleans and, and stuff from the South, those beautiful palatial estates sort of things they had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't make houses like they used to, for sure. They don't. And they're they're kind of, uh, you know, they make those houses nowadays that are, you know, the Levittown sort of persona, personality right. the McMansions, less. The McMansions, yeah. they call them. The, the, the cookie cutters that you see, yep. and you're just like, hey, yeah. well, every, every yeah. house looks the same here. It's just so inspiring. I know. Yeah. And houses that are 100 years old or something are just, they're just incredible, you know, and you and go through. Quirky, but they're fun, quirky. Like you yeah. live works yeah. yeah but sometimes i keep probably keep the lights on you know cause, yeah because mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you're probably gonna have a ghost you have a better chance of a ghost in those homes than you do in 
Oh, most definitely. Some new Levittown thing that just got yeah. built by the local. Unless it's builder. built on a burial ground or something. There you go. One now can only hope. <laughs> now we're going full steel, Steven Spielberg <laughs> poltergeist right, right there. Pet cemetery hour. Yeah. So uh, you, how often do you write books? I mean, you've written 34, 35 -ish, uh, set of books. Uh, what, what's in the works for you coming up? And, uh, and, and what do you hope people will come away from this book? Um, so what I'm working on right now, obviously the, the third book in this series, um, which will be out in 2025, I don't know when yet. Um, I, we just finished another collaboration with um, Beatrice Williams and Lauren Willig, and the title is Super, Super Secret, but that will be out in um, September of 2024. Um, so yeah, definitely sign up for my for my uh, mailing list to, because lots of exciting stuff coming coming up with that. And then um, I've just started working on a new single title. Um, I don't I can't give anything away yet, but um, and I don't know when that will be out. I'm thinking also in 2025. So lots of projects. I I had to take a little bit of a break on the single titles just because um, my personal life was going a little haywire with, with stuff, including my, you know, we had a wedding and a funeral within a month and that was uh, sort of a little bit of a whiplash, but um, but uh, things are, are, are settling in and I'm eager to get back into the saddle and write that next single title. Um, my single title books are um, a little uh, more emotional and in, in, in than the uh, the series books and the series books I get to have a lot of fun I get to play with ghosts I get to be a little more funny um, you know show my sense of humor a little bit more so these have been sort of a balm to the soul to write and I've enjoyed writing the series books but I'm, I'm, I'm eager I, I call them my palate cleansers and I I like to write them in between my bigger single titles so um, I'm eager to get back into a regular publishing schedule so we'll see how that goes <laughs> There you go. You know, a lot of authors that we have on the show that do a lot of books like yourself, you know, they have these different, uh, these different strains or different, uh, you know, rails or whatever you want to call it, different mm -hmm. avenues of different books right. and characters and mm -hmm. they're doing, and yeah, it helps kind of keep things fresh for them because they can make 100%, some action. 100%. Um, yeah. yeah palette, like having that sorbet, you know, between your, your starter and your main course, you just kind of need that, you know? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Well, this should be exciting, and I'm sure your fans are going to love it. Uh, anything more you want to tease on the book before we go? Um, yeah. So there is um, a mystery that is solved in this book, that, mm. um, but there is a new mystery that is introduced, as well as a new character who is very mysterious um, that um, we won't find out more until the third book. And um, I don't know who what's going to happen either because I haven't written it. <laughs> So, so we'll all be surprised and excited. And again, that third book, uh, no title yet, but that will be out in uh, September, uh, excuse me, in 2024. Yeah. There you go. Oh, there you go. 2025. Excuse me. Yeah. What, what year are we in now? We're I mean, in 23. I, last time I checked, but yeah, I'm having a hard time. Goodness. I'm still in 2022. So I'm still yeah. in denial about it. About halfway yeah. through the year, I wake up and I go, well, I guess I'm going to accept this. Oh my this. gosh. Yeah. 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 I can accept this new year. June 1st. <laughs> Usually I get to about December and I'm like, what happened? What the yeah, hell? I can't believe we're in April, but no, the, the next book in the, in the um, Royal Street series will be out in 2025. I do know that because it's not next year. It's the year after. 
There you go. Well, thank you very much, Karen, for coming on the show. Thank we you, really Chris. appreciate it. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Thank give, you. Give us your dot com so people can find you on the interwebs. Karen-White.com. There you go. Uh, order it up, folks. Wherever fine books are sold. Remember, stay out of those dirty alleyway bookstores. I got to get a tetanus shot the other day when I was in one. Go only go wherever fine books are sold. Uh, the title of the book, The House on Britannia. It's part of the A Royal Street novel series, available May 9th, 2023. Thanks for tuning in. Be good to each other. Stay safe. And we'll see you guys next time. And that should have us out, Karen.